Welcome to the Vitality Radio Podcast, your source for the truth about health, wellness, and real alternatives to drugs, surgeries, and the status quo of healthcare. Here, you'll find information that empowers you to take control of your health. But it's not just about health and wellness. It's about the politics of healthcare and protecting your health freedom. Now, here's your host, Jared St. Clair. Today on Vitality Radio, it's Heart Health Month in America. All of February is dedicated to it. And then February 14th, of course, is dedicated to your sweetheart. So today we're going to talk about all things heart health, including who you shouldn't be listening to and a bunch of things that you can do to improve your cardiovascular wellness. That's on tap for Vitality Radio today. I'm your host each and every week. My name is Jared St. Clair, and it's good to be with you again on another great episode of Vitality Radio. I'll tell you, if you're listening on the radio, thank you so much. Find us on the podcast. Some important things are happening. I've had some really important interviews on my Wednesday releases of the Vitality Radio podcast, including Dr. Peter McCullough. I've got a couple of new ones coming up that I'm very excited about. Dr. Joel Walskog uh, will be on this next episode. These are specifically podcast-only episodes. They're specials. In many cases, they last longer than an hour. And I've got some really great guests lined up over the next several weeks. So check that out. Vitality Radio, always brought to you by Vitality Nutrition in Bountiful at 107 South, 500 West. You can give us a call if you have questions about anything you hear on the show, 801-292-6662. That's 801-292-6662. 62. Okay, let's get into the show. So it is Valentine's Day in two days. If you don't have anything special picked out for your sweetheart, then that's fine. All you have to do is link this podcast into an email or a text message and send it over and say, Happy Valentine's Day, honey. I love you. And I'm showing you that love by sharing Vitality Radio with you. Listen, I can't think of a better gift but maybe I'm a little biased. But really, Valentine's Day, people love it, people hate it. It doesn't really matter. I like Valentine's Day. It's fine. Uh, I am going to talk a little bit today about sexual health because, you know, it's Valentine's Day. So if you've got little ears listening, I will keep it PG for sure, but uh, there will be some terminology uh, that uh, you may find uh, a little sensitive for your little ones. So just keep that in mind as we go through this. I am excited to talk about all these things, but of course, the first thing I must do is get a little something off my chest with the Vital Rant. In a world full of often confusing messages about health, let Jared be your guide through the smoke screens of corporate greed, media bias, government ineptitude, and propaganda. When you see what is really happening, you'll be ranting too. It's time to expose the hidden agendas. It's time for the truth. It's time for the vital rant. Okay, so at the beginning I said I would tell you if I thought that 
there are people we shouldn't be listening to when it comes to the topic of heart health. And I'm going to tell you who I believe is the number one purveyor of propaganda that's simply not true when it comes to your heart. And they are none other than the American Heart Association. Now, that may sound shocking, or maybe you're already in the know and realize that they're just a front organization for big food and big pharma. Regardless, I'm going to read through an article with a few things that I've put in, written by Nina Tischels. Oh, I hope I'm saying that right, who wrote an op-ed in the LA Times a few years back. Uh, All of this is really valuable information and something that I think you need to hear. So let's get right into it. She says, recently, the American Heart Association once again went after butter, red meat, and especially coconut oil with this familiar warning, the saturated fats in these foods cause heart disease. The organization's presidential advisory was a fresh look at the science and that came in response to a growing number of researchers, including myself, she says, who have poured over the same data in recent years and yet beg to differ with that statement that these saturated fats can cause heart disease. A rigorous review of the evidence shows that when it comes to heart attacks or mortality, saturated fats are absolutely not guilty. Now, the AHA recent advisory is a little mystifying to the author, and certainly it is to me, because she wonders how could its scientists examine these studies and then double down on an anti-saturated fat position? With a cardiologist, she decided to go through the nuts and bolts of the AHA paper, the American Heart Association, and came to this conclusion. It was likely driven less by sound science than by longstanding bias, commercial interests, and the AHA's need to reaffirm nearly 70 years of its heart-healthy, quote-unquote, advice. It was all the way back in 1961 that the AHA launched the world's first official recommendations to avoid saturated fats, along with dietary cholesterol, in order to prevent a heart attack. This diet-heart hypothesis, as it was known, was adopted by most leading experts, though it had never been tested in clinical trials. The hypothesis had some backing in preliminary data, and it made maybe some intuitive sense. You know, fat clogs your arteries like grease down a cold drain pipe, right? Which was enough for the AHA officials seeking to address the fast-rising tide of heart disease. Still, rigorous data was needed, and so governments around the world, including the United States, through the National Institutes of Health, spent billions of dollars trying to prove the hypothesis was true. Somewhere between 10 and 53,000 people were tested on diets where saturated fats were replaced by unsaturated vegetable oils, and the results did not turn out as expected. Saturated fats, it appeared, were not killing people. In a stunning example of science ignored, she says, researchers either unable or unwilling to believe the study outcomes did not talk about this data for decades. The results of one of the forgotten trials A large NIH-funded study were not published for over 16 years after the study was done. Another analysis that failed to link saturated fats with heart disease, part of the famous Framingham study, languished, also unpublished, in an NIH basement. Starting in 2010, however, researchers worldwide, just 50 years after this bad information was disseminated, (laughs) They worldwide unearthed these studies and re-examined them. Of nine separate reviews, none could find 
any evidence in the data that saturated fats had an effect on cardiovascular mortality or total mortality. As quite a few of the reviewing authors stated in their conclusions, such results clearly do not support the government's dietary guidelines for Americans, which limit saturated fats to just 10% of daily calories. And of course, the AHA caps it at just 5 to 6%, which means that you would basically not be eating saturated fat at all. It's pretty hard to eat much without getting at least 5 to 6%. So the AHA advisory disregards other data too. They've cherry-picked very specific and often very small studies that give a very limited amount of evidence that just maybe saturated fat could, maybe, possibly be a problem. However, they ignore the dozens of studies that appear to prove that it isn't the problem. So why would the AHA stick to an outdated recommendation that they've been touting for 60, 70 years if they really are all about protecting American hearts? Well, it could be due to its significant long-standing reliance on funding from interested industries, such as the vegetable oil manufacturer Procter & Gamble, the makers of Crisco, which virtually launched the American Heart Association as a nationwide powerhouse back in 1948 by designating the then needy group to receive all of the funds from a radio contest it sponsored that ended up giving the American Heart Association $17 million. $17 million isn't a small amount of money now, but back in 1948, that was a chunk, right? More recently, Bayer, the owner of Liberty Link Soybeans, pledged up to half a million dollars to the AHA, perhaps encouraged by the group's continued support of soybean oil, by far the dominant ingredient in vegetable oils consumed in America today. Over the last half century, the diet-heart hypothesis has been tested more than any other in the history of nutrition, and thus far, the results have been null. If the AHA were to fully reckon with this evidence, it would be backing away from its guilty verdict on these fats. But that isn't what the AHA is about. The AHA is a propaganda arm for pharma and food corporations. They are literally bought and paid for by these corporations and have one goal, and that goal is not to keep you healthy. Okay, rant over. So, what can you do besides stop listening to the American Heart Association? Well, I think the research is truly clear. Saturated fats are safer fats. They withstand heat far better than vegetable seed oil such as soy, corn, sunflower, safflower, peanut oil, and so on, meaning they don't break down and oxidize nearly as easily as those unsaturated fats, and therefore they don't create the mass inflammation in the body that those seed oils do. Now, keep in mind that 85% of disease in America is inflammatory, including cardiovascular disease. So avoiding the seeds and vegetable oils and using things like butter, tallow, coconut oil, etc., in my opinion, is a huge win for your heart. In fact, that's almost 100% of what I use. Sugar and processed carbohydrates also show a far higher risk for heart disease than saturated fats ever have. And of course, obesity and diabetes to go along with it. And of course, obesity and diabetes lead eventually to heart disease. So avoidance of the vegetable oils, the starches, particularly the processed starches and carbohydrates, and of course, sugar is a major win for your heart as well. So how about supplementally? What else can you do? Well, 
here's a list. Inocardio Boost, which is loaded with arginine and citrulline, two of my favorite amino acids. Dr. Ignaro in California in 1994 won the Nobel Prize for Medicine for discovering what nitric oxide does inside the human body and learned how to produce more of it. And the best way to produce more is to add arginine or, well, I should say and or citrulline to your diet. Now, arginine and citrulline should be taken on an empty stomach, maybe a half an hour before meals, because they'll work more efficiently if there's no other protein in the stomach. And Dr. Ignaro passed on some recommendations that eventually became uh, products on the market, one of which is called NO Cardio Boost, which in my view has just a fantastic combination of these two ingredients, five grams of arginine and two grams of citrulline per serving. I take it every morning myself. It is a great, great product that has clinical evidence showing that not only can it improve your health, reduce blood pressure that is too high, but also potentially, according to Dr. Ignaro's research and several researchers post his original discovery, reverse many of the causes of cardiovascular aging. That is a big deal. I absolutely love this stuff. It's a powder you add to water. I do it first thing in the morning, most most times anyway, unless I forget, and then I do it later in the day. But first thing in the morning is what I recommend, and it has all kinds of benefits for the cardiovascular system, but this is where I'll also talk about the benefits for sexual health. Now, part of the reason why men and women struggle with sexual function is because of cardiovascular Uh, issues, circulatory issues, not getting enough blood flow to the areas that need it. Cardio Boost, as well as a formula that I developed years ago called Man Up. Now, this one is specifically for men, but the Cardio Boost can be used for by either men or women, will increase nitric oxide to the point where you get more blood flow to the areas that need it, which will increase sensitivity in both men and women and also help with any dysfunction that may be happening. Man Up capsules can be used prior to activity. They can also be used prior to going to the gym. And NO Cardio Boost is the same. Now, for women, particularly women post-menopause, if there are dryness issues, there's something that I am a big fan of that frankly doesn't do much for your heart, but is great for that. It's called Baxel. I've talked about it on these airwaves before. Baxel is a liquid that primarily is utilized for arthritis, for pain relief from arthritis, which it is phenomenal for. But it also happens to be the primary lubricator of the human body outside of water. And as we age, we get less and less production. So if you're dealing with dry eyes or if you're dealing with any type of vaginal dryness or anything along those lines, Baxil can be extremely effective as well. So there's a couple of tips for the uh, sexual health side of things. Let's get back to general heart health. Maybe you've heard in the news, there's been a lot of information getting around about vitamin K2. Vitamin K2 is powerful stuff. It's a necessary element. Many of us are deficient in it. It's a proper cofactor to both calcium, magnesium, as well as a cofactor to vitamin D. So it plays a role in our health in a variety of different ways. But one of the biggest things that it does is it helps to scrape up excess calcium from the body and put it where it's supposed to be 
into the bones. That means that it can actually help to pull calcium that is laid down uh, on the walls of the arterial system. It can pull calcium that ends up in being things like kidney stones. It can pull calcium from areas uh, near the tendons where heel spurs, bone spurs, and things like that may actually grow because of excess calcium. K2 is a key element in cardiovascular health. I recommend somewhere between about 200 and 300 micrograms per day of vitamin K2. And that's another one that I, I do use myself. I'm a big, big fan. Also, speaking of calcium, watch your intake. There are multiple studies that have been done on women in America with osteoporosis showing that 10 years on a calcium supplement of 1,000 milligrams or higher increased heart disease risk by 25% while not decreasing the risk of bone fractures. So taking it for what you were taking it for wasn't working, but taking it for what you would absolutely not want it for was causing more heart disease. Why is that? Because calcium is incredibly difficult to absorb, particularly the fake calcium that is mined out of rocks and put into our food. If you're supplementing your diet with non-dairy milks, almond milk, coconut milk, those types of things, look at the package and see if they're adding calcium to it. It shouldn't have much calcium in there at all, naturally occurring. But if they're adding calcium, it's almost always calcium carbonate, and that is never good for the human body. So get an unfortified uh, product. If you're looking at pastas or rices or things like that, don't get them enriched. The ones that are enriched and they've added calcium to are probably going to cause more problems than they are going to help you with. So we have to be looking at these food labels. It's important. And looking at calcium as an added ingredient, I believe it's a big cause of underlying disease and discomfort in this country. Now, the yin to calcium's yang would be magnesium. Magnesium glycinate or magnesium threonate are my two favorite forms, and that matters because those are the forms that really truly absorb. There is a fantastic meta-analysis that took 41 different studies and combined them together, and the researchers who published this analysis they discovered through their research of these 41 separate studies in the end that they believe that magnesium deficiency could actually be the leading cause of heart disease in America. They also determined that most of us on average are deficient by about 350 milligrams a day. So somewhere between three and 400 milligrams a day in a supplement of something like magnesium glycinate would be optimal in my opinion. And, and necessary for overall health because magnesium plays a role not just in heart health, which it is fantastic for, can reduce blood pressure, can help with stress and stress response, so many other things, sleep and a variety of other things. But it plays a role in over 300 different enzymatic activities in the human body. Magnesium is critical and it matters. So magnesium is something that I highly recommend everybody use, whether you're concerned about your heart or not. Another one that makes a lot of sense is berberine. Now, berberine, I've talked about quite a bit, and so I won't belabor it too much, but if you're dealing with blood pressure issues, cholesterol issues, or blood sugar issues, the types of things that you would use something like lisinopril or Lipitor or metformin for, if you're using any of these things, or if you've been prescribed those things, or if you have pre 
you know, you're, you're borderline on your blood pressure, you're borderline on your A1C numbers or your blood sugar numbers, you know, that sort of thing, you could consider berberine in clinical trials that have been done in ways that, frankly, aren't typically done with herbs. They've actually studied berberine with those drugs. So there's, there were studies done with berberine and Lipitor, berberine and metformin, berberine and lisinopril, and also studied without those drugs as well as studied against placebos. And in every case, berberine supplementation improved results, reducing blood sugar and A1C levels in a dramatic fashion. A1C levels on average, I think, came down 21%, which is a huge number, reducing blood pressure and uh, reducing the LDL cholesterol while increasing the HDL cholesterol, which is the good stuff that a lot of us aren't making enough of. So that's kind of the big list. There are a few other things, and I can go into a little more detail after I come back from the break. But those are the basics, and they're important. I'm going to give you the list again. So if you've got an opportunity to you know jot this down, arginine and citrulline are the ingredients that matter, but NO Cardio Boost is my favorite formula for that, the NO just standing for nitric oxide. If you're interested in a nitric oxide supplement that also supports natural testosterone production and helps with performance anxiety, Man Up is the product that people use for that. And it can be used along with the Cardio Boost or it can be used independently of the Cardio Boost. Vitamin K2 and the form you want specifically is vitamin K27 is what it's called, K27. Go to your local health food store if you're not going to go to Vitality Nutrition or Sunshine Health Foods down in Cedar City, go to your local health food store, ask them which one the K27 is, and they will show you. It's important to get the right one. And I recommend, my favorite one is made by a company called Natural Factors. They have one that's 120 micrograms per capsule. Two of those a day for most people, I think is a good solid dose, especially if you're getting a little bit of K2 and any other sources. Also, remember, watch that calcium intake. That matters particularly the fake calcium, the calcium that is uh, really just a mineral mined out of a rock. We want to avoid that. If you're reliant on things like Tums or Rolaids, you're getting a ton of that kind of calcium there, which means that you could be actually increasing your risk of heart disease and you're not building your bones with that kind of calcium. So if you're dealing with that, Consider trying apple cider vinegar capsules with your meals or digestive enzymes with your meals, either one of which can alleviate heartburn in a high percentage of people without causing any side effects associated with it. And then magnesium. Now, if you listen to the podcast, I've got probably four or five episodes all about magnesium. It's one of my favorite things to talk about. It is fantastic stuff. And I personally believe everybody Everybody in America benefits from more magnesium, including children. The clinical evidence is very, very compelling to back that up. And then berberine. Now, berberine, I don't consider a necessary element. But like I said, if you're in the borderline or if you're fully in to issues with things like A1C and high blood sugar, if you're borderline or all the way in with high blood pressure, or if you're dealing with an imbalance of your cholesterol levels, berberine can be a fantastic option. And then I did mention one other thing. If uh, you're dealing with any dryness issues, particularly women, the Baxel can be a very, very helpful and beneficial tool there. Okay. So that's heart health, 
in a nutshell. I can't believe I got all that in in under a half an hour. I hope the information was valuable for you. You can give us a call if you have any questions at 801-292-6662. That's 801-292-6662. And we'll be happy to answer those questions for you and help you out. Remember that on the podcast, On Wednesdays, I'm releasing special episodes that don't get any radio airplay, and I want you to hear them. Uh, Episode 205 was with Dr. Peter McCullough. If you haven't listened to that one yet, please do. I think it was a fantastic interview, even if I do say so myself. I've got another one coming out this coming Wednesday, which will be Joel Walskog, a doctor that you'll want to hear from as well. And then I've got a really exciting one coming the Wednesday after that, which I'll talk to you about a little bit more in the future. I've got to run to a break. When I come back, We'll have part two of Vitality Radio for you. Some really good information that I know you're going to love. I'm Jared St. Clair, and this is Vitality Radio. After decades of helping people with their nutritional supplement needs, I have observed something that seems almost universal. People seem to have a lot of products that they have experimented with. Some might have been recommended by a blog or online, others from a magazine article, and yet another by a friend or family member. Information is coming at us at a rapid pace nowadays, and everyone has an opinion. The problem is that there is only one really big wild card in health and nutrition, and that wild card is you. I know you've heard the infomercials, seen the ads, or talked to that neighbor who has that cure-all product that can do it all for your health. The problem is that supplement doesn't exist. What's right for your neighbor isn't always right for you. At Vitality Nutrition, we've been asking the right questions for years. What I mean by this is, we don't just sell supplements, we consult with our clients and ask them the key questions needed to make sure we match the right supplement to the right person. If you feel better about a team approach to your health, give us a call and one of our well-educated Vitality team members will answer your questions and help you find just what it is that you need to address your health concerns, naturally. You can reach us at 801-292-6662, that's 801-292-6662, or drop us an email, info at vitalityradiopod.com, that's info at vitalityradiopod.com. Welcome back to Vitality. On the second half of today's show, we're going to talk a little bit more about heart health. There's a few things I couldn't quite squeeze in before the break, but we're going to put some focus on specific types of detoxification to improve, well, just about everything you would want to improve in life, energy levels, sexual performance, testosterone levels, hormone balance, reducing things like PMS symptoms and menopausal symptoms helping with mental focus, all the things we're going to talk about what I believe are the primary toxins bogging us down the most in this world right now and how to get rid of them. That's part two of Vitality Radio today. It's a power-packed episode. I hope you're enjoying it so far. I need to remind you that the episode 205 of the Vitality Radio podcast is available at vitalityradio.com or any of your favorite podcast apps. That's probably the easiest way. Stitcher, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Overcast, and so on and so forth. 
Episode 205 is with Dr. Peter McCullough. I think it's a really important update on what's going on in the world of COVID and health. And I would love for you to join me on the podcast and take a listen to that. Also, Vitality Radio, always brought to you by Vitality Nutrition and Bountiful. Now, you don't have to be in Bountiful. You don't have to be even near Bountiful. As long as you can hear my voice, we can take care of you. You can give us a call, 801-292-6662. That's 801-292-6662. Or you can very soon, in about two weeks, join us on our brand new website at vitalitynutrition.com and uh, take care of things with us there. Okay, so without wasting any more time, let's jump right into topic number two on Vitality Radio today, and that is detoxifying your body from foreign estrogens. Now, you may have heard me talk about foreign estrogens or fake estrogens or xenoestrogens, possibly. If you haven't, then I don't know where you've been. I talk about it a lot. (laughs) But I've only brought it up a handful of times on Vitality Radio, and of course, we have over 200 podcast episodes now and literally thousands of radio shows that have been produced up to this point. So yeah, we'll we'll forgive you if you haven't heard it. It's an important topic you need to know about, and I'm going to go into it in a little bit different angle than what I have before. So if you don't know what a xenoestrogen is, remember when Donald Trump was president? Now, if you don't remember that, you're too young to be listening to this show. But they used to always call him, and by they, I mean the media and his opponents and all that kind of stuff. They used to always call him a xenophobe or a xenophobe. Now, maybe you've heard that term. Well, it just means that technically that would make him scared of foreigners, Now, I don't know if he's scared of foreigners or not, and this isn't really, well, it's kind of a political show, but it's not that kind of political show. So I don't really care how you feel about Donald Trump. What I do care about is that term xeno. It's important. When I say xenoestrogens, what I mean is it's a foreign estrogen. It's something that doesn't belong in the human body, but it gets in there due to a variety of I guess, culprits that can put it there. And I want to talk about what those culprits are right now. So the problem is we have grown up into a plastic world to a large degree. We store our food in plastic. We drink out of plastic water bottles. We are producing massive quantities of plastic and other petrochemicals. If you live along the Wasatch Front where I live, right, I mean, I can see right out the window of Vitality Nutrition smokestacks that are spewing these types of chemicals up into the air that are known as xenoestrogens. Now, not all of those chemicals are xenoestrogens, but a lot of them are. And the problem with those xenoestrogens is that they have gotten to the point now where they're basically ubiquitous in our environment, to the point where if you listen to the things I tell you to avoid today and you start avoiding them, if you're not already avoiding them, you're still only going to be able to get rid of maybe 60%. The rest of them, They're in the environment, they're in the air, you're going to get them whether you like it or not. So where do these things come from? I talked about plastic, microwaving your food in plastic, storing your food in plastic, drinking your water out of plastic. I highly recommend you discontinue all of those things. If you want to have a great water bottle that won't break, that's going to keep your water cold all the time, these double-walled stainless steel bottles they're making now are awesome for that purpose and they don't leach. I have a couple of very specific ones I love that are actually sold right here in Utah. Owala is an awesome water bottle. Everybody loves them. 
And uh, the blender bottle makes a really great water bottle that is stainless steel. That's what I personally use. And uh, we do have those at Vitality if you want to check them out. But any good double-walled stainless steel bottle beats the heck out of a plastic bottle all day long. Also, anything with an artificial scent, perfumes and colognes, scented candles, pretty much anything you could buy at the mall at one of those bath and body stores. If you walk by and you can smell the store on your way through, what you're smelling is the potential for cancer. I know that sounds it sounds harsh, but that's what I tell my kids when we're walking by those stores because we walk by them, not into them, even though my daughter, who is 12, would love to walk into them. We don't buy that stuff. Those are called volatile organic compounds. They're airborne and they do cause problems, and they certainly do implant these fake estrogens into our cellular system, causing problems for us. Just about any body care product that's not organic and natural, that's at least free of things like phthalates and parabens, those are the culprits. Now, if you're wondering, is my shampoo clean or is my you know body soap clean or whatever it is, there is a great little tool online Little's not the right word. It's actually pretty expansive, but it's called EWG. That's environmentalworkinggroup.org. They're a nonprofit that just looks at what ingredients are in these things and then ranks them on a scale of one to 10. If you Google or, or use DuckDuckGo like I prefer, you can go to Skin Deep EWG. Just put those words in, Skin Deep EWG, and you'll find the website. You'll be able to look through and figure out if the products you're using are clean or not and how clean they are on that scale of 1 to 10. So why do we want to get these things out of our bodies? Well, they're what are known as endocrine disruptors. Now, endocrine system is the system that makes the hormones and neurotransmitters and things like that in the body. Pretty important system, you might think. At their basis, hormones are basically messengers. They go from one part of the body to the other part of the body and deliver a message. But in order to do that, they have to dock at the cell and be able to give that message. Well, xenoestrogens like to block those cell receptors and prevent our own estrogen, testosterone, progesterone, those types of things, from actually being able to communicate the message that needs to be communicated. So what we end up with is a confused endocrine system because basically we're not receiving the message. Think about uh, talking to your children. It's kind of like that. You know, like you say one thing, they hear a different thing or just completely disregard what you said in the first place. Now, I'm sure your children aren't like that. I'm sure your children are perfect angels. Mine are for sure. But I've heard there are children like that. And perhaps maybe you have some of them. That's kind of what goes on in a, uh, it's like a dysfunctional family inside. Your messages are being sent, but not received, or they're being, or they're being received, but it's the wrong message. There's all kinds of things. And to put this in a picture that I think really encapsulates it pretty well, we now have multiple species of fish and frogs that have been found in environmentally protected habitats males that are producing and carrying eggs. And the reason for that is that these chemicals have become so ubiquitous in our environment that even in a protected wetland, we have male fish undergoing a involuntary sexual transformation into a female. It's crazy stuff. Now, these are tiny little animals, these fish and these frogs. They're not full-grown human adults. And so it's not happening to us at that level, 
but I believe it is happening to us. It used to be at Vitality Nutrition. I never had men in their 20s and 30s coming in asking for what they could do supplementally to increase their testosterone. Now I hear it all the time. That used to be the territory of just people who are bodybuilding. But now it's just men coming in saying, my testosterone's in the toilet according to my blood test. I don't know what to do about it. I'm only 29 years old or whatever it is. That's shocking if you think about it. Testosterone levels should not start dipping naturally until men reach at least their 40s or 50s, not their 20s and 30s. So we are seeing this happening. We're also seeing a high prevalence of women really struggling with their menstrual cycle, everything from horrible pain, discomfort, cramping, uh, excessive bleeding, inconsistent cycles, you know, coming too soon or too far apart, spotting, all kinds of those types of things. Menopausal symptoms are exacerbated by these hormone imbalances, you know, hot flashes, night sweats, mood swings, and all of that sort of thing. This is important. Also, sexual dysfunction is at an all-time high in this country. I mean, Viagra, Cialis, drugs like that are, you know, making tens of billions of dollars because men are struggling in that department. And a big part of the reason for that, I believe, is because they have a hormone imbalance of what is known as estrogen dominance. And in this case, it's chemical estrogens versus testosterone. This matters. It's a big deal. And in the really, you know, kind of end of the road area of what this means, it means cancer. You know, I, I jokingly sort of talked about the uh, smell of cancer as we're walking through the shopping mall, but really ovarian cancer, breast cancer, uterine cancer, prostate cancer in men, many of these cancers are fed by these types of estrogens and that matters. So we really do need to keep these things out of our body the question is exactly what do we do about it? Well, as I mentioned, we can't avoid all of them, but we can avoid a lot of them. And I talked about the things to avoid. Get those things out of your house. Chemical cleaners are also problematic. I would highly recommend getting rid of chemical detergents and cleaners, things like that. But what do we do about the ones that are already settled into our body? Because one of the biggest problems with these xenoestrogens is they, they're like a burr in your sock. They don't like to leave easily. They need to actually be metabolized. And in order to metabolize them, we have to have the raw materials needed to get them to that stage where the body can let them go. They're typically fat-soluble toxins that have to leave through the liver, but the liver doesn't have an outdoor the outdoor for the liver is the kidneys and the colon. And so we have to recognize that those have to be functioning well also. So there's a lot to you know kind of look at here with this. But this is not rocket science. It's actually endocrine science. And it's pretty good. The research is there. It's not that hard to do. It just needs to be focused on a little bit. So this is what I recommend and similar to what I do myself because there's a, a few different ways you can kind of skin this. First, like I said, eliminate as much as possible the actual culprits, the plastics, the scented things, the uh, non-organic, unclean, we'll say body care products, you know, that kind of thing. Second, then it is eating something known as cruciferous vegetables. Now, if you're familiar with cruciferous vegetables, you already know that's, that list includes cabbage and broccoli, cauliflower, kale, bok choy, 
Brussels sprouts, that's my least favorite, but you can eat them if you like them. It doesn't matter if you eat this wide variety of these veggies. It just matters that you eat these veggies. And it's estimated that about a half a cup a day is a good dose to sort of maintain your system once you've detoxified from these things. But to detoxify, we usually have to go a little bit more aggressively than just eating the veggies. The first thing is we have to recognize, like I said, that the kidneys, the liver, the colon, they all have to be working well. In order to keep the kidneys working well, one of the biggest things is simply just water. We have to drink enough water. It's a really, really important aspect of just keeping things flowing through the body. And it's estimated based on the research I've seen, depending on which researcher you want to listen to, that a bare minimum should be about 50% of your body weight in ounces. So if you weigh 200 pounds, at least 100 ounces, I know that's a lot of water, it just kind of is what it is, and that's 50%. But optimally, most researchers are saying that 60, 70, even 80% of your body weight in water ounces is required. All the more reason to get a great fancy stainless steel bottle so that you can track how much water you're drinking and also keep it cold if you like it cold like I do. So drinking plenty of water is big. You need to be having at least one bowel movement a day. Optimally, that's very easy. You're not straining or stressing or anything like that, and it's regular. But optimally, it's not just one. It's actually two or even three bowel movements a day. But if you're having at least one, I believe that's probably good enough that you can start you know, detoxifying these things. And it's not a bad idea to do a little liver and kidney cleanse with something like dandelion root extract or milk thistle. There are many liver cleanses on the market that I absolutely love. Uh, if you have more questions about which ones make sense for you, because I'm not you know, going to focus on those right now, you can call us at Vitality Nutrition 801 801- 292-6662. You could also look into fasting diets. One of my favorites, I've done it myself multiple times and I love it, is what's known as the master cleanse or the master cleanser. So you could check that out. But again, if you have questions about those things, call us at Vitality. As far as actually detoxifying the chemicals and metabolizing them so that the body can detoxify them rather, the key ingredients are DIM, that's D-I-M, D-glucurate or calcium D-glucurate and indole-3-carbonyl. Now, there will not be a quiz. I don't expect you to know how to spell any of those except for the one that's D-I-M. That's pretty easy. But those, the indole-3-carbonyl and the DIM are the primary compounds that are found in the cruciferous vegetables. And when you concentrate them into a supplement, you can do some really good work a little faster. What I typically recommend is about three to four months on a good estrogen detox. My personal favorite, there's one for men called AndroSense and one for women called EstroSense. They're the same product with a different label, actually. They're made by a company called Natural Factors, which is a company I trust. I use the product myself and have used it for years. And I recommend at least a good three to four months on this. Now, if you're experiencing symptoms of you know, low testosterone, either men or women, or you're experiencing some of these hormonal uh, fluctuations as far as your mood, your energy, if you're a woman and you're dealing with significant PMS or possibly even uh, acne as an adult uh, or definitely as a teen, but even as an adult, 
these types of symptoms are the types of symptoms that you want to look at and watch what happens with them. Because when you've done a really good detox with these things, in many cases, those types of symptoms either improve, I would say in almost every case, and in some cases, they just plain go away, which would be fantastic, of course. So you're watching for those things to decide, you know, have I been doing this long enough? And you don't need to expect to wait three or four months to start to see results. You can definitely get results sooner than that. It's just that it takes three or four months typically to kind of do the whole job. And so that's what I recommend is just kind of slow and steady when it comes to getting rid of these xenoestrogens. And I would recommend highly uh, either of those products, the EstroSense for men or the AndroSense for women, or if you don't care if it's for men or women, it is the same product with the different label. So husbands and wives, you know, can use the same product and that's fine too. One capsule in the morning, one capsule at night is what's recommended. I am a big, big fan of that. Now, if you're struggling with getting the bowels moving, I talked at the beginning of the show about magnesium. Magnesium can play a role in that. Make sure you're getting at least 300 to 400 milligrams of magnesium. See if that improves things with your bowels. It'll almost definitely improve things in other areas. Another thing that you can do is a product that uh, is I actually developed about 12, 13 years ago now called Lean and Clean, a really simple colon cleanse that has some mild liver and kidney detox herbs in it as well. People love this if they're sluggish in the bathroom as far as their you know, regularity of their bowel movements. The Lean and Clean can be very effective. If you're concerned about your liver not being you know, maybe as detoxed as you'd like it to be, I mentioned a couple of the key herbs, milk thistle and dandelion, but there are some really great liver detox capsules that are simple to use. You can use them for maybe 30 days. You can do them while you're doing the EstroSense or AndroSense, or you can do a month on that and then move to the EstroSense or AndroSense. Again, if you have questions about these things, we can certainly answer them for you at Vitality Nutrition in Bountiful. You just give us a call, 801 292 6662. Now, I recognize now that I uh, missed a couple of things. I was going to talk about a couple other kind of fun little herbs that I love. I know I said fun little herbs. That's something you don't hear very often, but I'm an herb geek. It is what it is for the heart. So I am going to do that before we wrap up the show. But to wrap up this whole xenoestrogen thing, the key here is avoidance. That's number one. The secondary thing is detoxification. And I want to make sure I was clear. If you're not consistently having at least one to two comfortable bowel movements per day, who doesn't love talking about that on the radio, right? I do, but I don't know if you're comfortable with it or not. Hopefully your car is full of teenagers right now. But if you're not having at least one or two of those per day, then talk to us at Vitality and we can help you with that. The lean and clean, extra magnesium, those types of things can help. Don't do the EstroSense or the AndroSense before your bowels are moving well. And then if you have more questions about the liver detox, then we can talk about that at Vitality as well. So there you go. Get rid of the xenoestrogens by avoiding them and then detoxifying them. That's what I do. And I'm a huge, huge believer that you will feel and do better if you do that. Now, in the last few minutes we have, let's just touch on these 
fun little herbs, as I called them. My favorite is, is you know, it's an herb slash spice. I use it every day, just about in my cooking, and that is garlic. Garlic is huge. It's a big player in your health in so many ways. It's one of the best antiviral, antibacterial foods that there is. You can absolutely use the food as a supplement. That's kind of what food can be if you use it correctly anyway. And the more garlic, the better. Absolutely fantastic. Maybe lay off on it a little bit on uh, Valentine's if you want to get a little smoochy smoochy in. But other than that, load up on garlic, put it in your meals. Fresher, the better. If you want to supplement garlic and you don't want to stink, then that's cool too, because that's doable. Kyolic garlic, that's K-Y-O-L-I-C. Kyolic garlic, they make a product called Reserve. I love the Reserve from Kyolic because it's a one-a-day capsule that's loaded with 600 milligrams of really, I think, the best supplemental garlic you can buy. They've aged their garlic, which literally ages out the garlicky stink, but ages in some really cool properties that come into the garlic and make it even more beneficial for human consumption. So I'm a really big fan of that. And there's plenty of evidence that garlic not only is great for the immune system, but for the entire cardiovascular system. In many cases, it can help with regulating blood pressure levels. There's good evidence that it can reduce bad cholesterol by by as much as 10%. That's a big deal just taking garlic. So garlic has some really profound benefits considering it's such a basic staple in your kitchen. Huge believer in that. Another one that's probably a staple in your kitchen, unless you don't like spicy foods, is cayenne pepper. Cayenne pepper is another one that you can load up on your food for sure, but you can also supplement it if you'd like to, and you don't like the extra spicy food like some people don't, then cayenne pepper in a capsule is a very effective thing. And cayenne seems to have quite a synergy with a lot of different herbs, including garlic. So taken together, they make a lot of sense. Cayenne is fantastic for cardiovascular wellness, for helping to move blood around. When you take cayenne with your meals or with your supplements, it actually helps to improve the uptake of those supplements. You'll get more nutrition from your uh, nutrients that you're eating when you take cayenne with them. And so cayenne has some added benefits as well. And then the last one I'm going to mention is hawthorn berry. It's an oldie, but a goodie, but my goodness, a really, really goodie. Uh, There's really great evidence that Hawthorne may be as important an herb as there is for cardiovascular wellness. It's very well-rounded in its benefits. It's very, very safe and can also be a useful tool as well. I highly recommend looking into all three of those herbs in a little bit more detail uh, as I don't have the time to give you as much detail as I would like today. And then back to hydration. Your cardiovascular system works better with plenty of water. It's a big deal. It really matters. So make sure you're drinking plenty of water. It will help your heart. Okay. 50 minutes in the books. I've got just a couple minutes left to wrap this thing up, and that is what I'll do. Remember that Vitality Radio is always brought to you by Vitality Nutrition and Bountiful. You can call us at 801-292-6662. We are doing some really fun things at Vitality Nutrition. You've heard me talk about NAAP, that's Neuro Auto Associative Programming. Many of you listening have have talked to me about it or come in and actually done workshops with us. We're doing more workshops. One of them that I'm really excited about, and this would be a great gift for Valentine's Day now that I think about it, the very first one 
is we're going to touch on NAAP and talk a little bit about it, but primarily it's a two-hour breathwork class, and it's taught by a breathwork guru, a dear friend of mine, Michelle, is going to teach this class, and it's two hours of concentrated education on how to use your breath to improve your health. This is going to be an amazing class. It's, oh, I'm so excited. I'm so excited about this class. I'm going to attend... Michelle's going to teach me things I don't already know. I know quite a bit about breath work, but she knows a whole heck of a lot more. I would love for you to attend. It's February 23rd. I'm fairly confident that we will fill this thing up. So you'll want to call us at 801-292-6662 to get the details. It's two hours of concentrated education on breath, and it is going to be a fantastic class. We highly recommend that you bring a partner. And if that partner happens to be your Valentine, like I said, you might as well throw it into the mix as a Valentine's Day gift. Call us for details at Vitality Nutrition, 801-292-6662. We'll tell you everything that you need to know. It's on the 23rd of February. So it's coming right up. And then we're going to be doing regular workshops every week after that, with very few exceptions, where I'll be teaching along with Jen Roberts and Michelle. And I think you're going to just absolutely love all of that. So if you have questions, you give us a call, you know where to reach us. And again, if you're nowhere near Vitality, but you're interested in the workshops, that's okay too. We will be Zooming them so you can check them out from wherever you are at. Okay, I've got to get away now for the day. I hope that you have a beautiful Valentine's Day weekend. I hope you remember that heart health is up to you. Your diet matters more than anything. Exercise is probably number two. And then all of those little tips that I gave you make a big difference as well. And please feel free to ignore the powers that be at groups like the American Heart Association. I'm not your doctor. I'm not your doctor. And so I'm not the guy that can give you medical advice. That's up to your doctor. But I will tell you that many, many cardiologists are speaking out and saying what the AHA is telling us simply ain't true. So there you go. That's Vitality Radio for this 12th of February 2022. I hope you enjoyed it. Remember to tune in to episode 205 of the Vitality Radio podcast to hear Dr. Peter McCullough. I'm Jared St. Clair, and this has been another episode of Vitality Radio. You've been listening to the Vitality Radio podcast. Enjoy your week. In the meantime, Jared will be feverishly searching for the latest nutrition info to educate you on and wading into mounds of propaganda to help steer you through it. Vitality Radio is researched and written by Jared St. Clair, produced by Elizabeth Joy Windham, with very limited help from Jared. Our awesome music is by Brian Bob Young. Support Vitality Radio by subscribing and giving us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, YouTube, or your favorite podcast source. Don't forget to follow us at Vitality Radio on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Please let us know your thoughts about this episode by using the hashtag Vitality Radio Podcast. And if you like what you hear, go tell somebody with a share, a screenshot, or an airdrop. Thank you. Hello, everyone. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode of Vitality Radio. 
Just a reminder that this podcast is for educational purposes only. This podcast has not been evaluated by the FDA. This podcast is provided with the understanding that the information shared is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. This podcast is not a substitute for professional care by a medical professional. Thank you.